In the holy name of Jesus, amen. The disciples were there from the beginning. They were the early adopters, the first followers, the ones to whom the secret of the kingdom of God was given. For everyone else, for the poor, needy crowds, it was all parables and shepherdless sheep and hunger and need. And so in our gospel lesson today, it's very, very perplexing that things should be so difficult for the disciples and yet so easy for the crowds. After feeding the 5,000, Jesus sent his disciples across the sea and went up on a mountain to pray. It was night, and the disciples were alone, and they were having a tough time. The wind was against them, and they were making little progress, which is so surprising because they'd been in just this kind of situation before. They'd been in a boat before with the weather against them, and they'd seen how the wind and the waves responded to Jesus' words. And even more, Jesus had given them his authority. He'd sent them out two by two, and they'd healed the sick and cast out demons, and yet there they were, breaking their backs, simply trying to row across a lake. Just before morning, Jesus looked from his mountaintop. He saw their struggle, and he came walking on the water. But the disciples didn't recognize him. They thought he was a ghost, and they were terrified of Jesus. They cried out. It's almost certainly not the kind of reaction Jesus was hoping for. Throughout the Bible... All that God ever wants is for his people to call on him in their need. But the disciples didn't need Jesus. Mark tells us that their hearts were hardened. They didn't understand. Specifically, they didn't understand about the loaves, those loaves that Jesus had broken and blessed and given to 5,000 men. They didn't understand that Jesus, the very Son of God, not only has the divine authority from God in heaven, but also wants nothing more than to use that authority to serve those who are in need. But the disciples didn't recognize Jesus, and they didn't think they needed him. It's perplexing that things should be so difficult for the disciples, these early adopters, these first followers, those to whom the secret of the kingdom of God had been given. On the other hand, as soon as the boat was moored at Gennesaret and Jesus set foot on land, everyone, the poor, the needy, the sick, the hungry, the crowds, immediately recognized him. They flocked to him, and he did for them whatever they asked. There was no hard-heartedness, no lack of understanding, no fear. There was only need and trust. He healed all their sick, and as many as even touched the fringe of his garment were made well. It was so easy for them. For those who heard only in parables, 
for those who needed a shepherd and for those who were hungry. And that's where the crux of this story lies. That's what Jesus is trying to teach his disciples, and that is what Mark is teaching the church. If you want to be healed, you must first be broken. If you want to be fed, you must first hunger. And if you want to be helped, you must first be helpless. It was so easy for the crowds because they were broken and hungry and helpless. It was so easy for the crowds because their hearts were soft, softened by their need. But for the disciples, things were difficult because they didn't yet need Jesus. They didn't understand about the loaves. They didn't understand that feeding the 5,000 wasn't just about solving some logistical problem. They didn't understand that for Jesus, feeding his people is everything. It's what he came to do, to give his body and blood as sacrifice and to give his body and blood as food and drink for those who are broken and hungry and needy. But here's the best part of the story. Although the disciples have it all wrong, although they're so far from needing Jesus, and although they're even afraid of him as he comes to them in the boat, Jesus gets into the boat with them. He gets into the boat with his hard-hearted, unbelieving, not understanding disciples. He gets into the boat with them because he's still working on them. He's still teaching them. He's not done with them yet. You're all here because you need Jesus in one way or another. But chances are that you find yourself needing Jesus more in certain parts of your life than in others. It's easy to need Jesus for the things that are out of your control, but what about the things you can control? What about the things in your life that go well? What about the things you've done all by yourself? The Christian life can often be as perplexing as our gospel lesson today. Along the way, we find ourselves to be more and more like the hard-hearted, unbelieving, not understanding disciples. Along the way, we learn more and more what we've struggled against, that we've struggled against the wind on our own. We learn more and more how we've thought that we didn't need Jesus. But the best part of the story is that this doesn't stop Jesus. He doesn't just walk on by. He steps into the boat with us. He's still working on us. He's still teaching us. He's not done with us yet. He's all the time softening our hearts. He's all the time making us a part of that poor, needy, blessed crowd for whom he will do absolutely anything, to whom he gives food and life, and for whom even the slightest touch from Jesus heals every ill, and rights every wrong. In the holy name of Jesus, amen.